1: It's available now on all your favorite podcast apps.
0: On January 7th, 1943, Nikola Tesla passed away at the age of 86 from coronary thrombosis. He died alone and in debt at a cheap hotel in New York City. His body was only found when a hotel maid ignored the do not disturb sign on his door and decided to enter his room after two days of no activity from within. It was an inglorious end to a remarkable life. Tesla, the groundbreaking inventor determined to unlock the full potential of electricity, had churned out extraordinary inventions ranging from the induction motor to radio-controlled boats. But Tesla's life was full of near misses. He began to experiment with X-ray technology just as it was invented by someone else. His dreams of sending the first transatlantic radio communication were shattered when Guglielmo Marconi beat him to the punch. Tesla's legacy would be overshadowed by his mentor-turned-rival, Thomas Edison, whom Tesla had battled in the so-called current wars over how to develop electricity. These failures and Tesla's own struggles with what we would probably identify today as obsessive compulsive disorder sent him into a tailspin at the end of his life. In his older years, Tesla spent most of his time with pigeons, not people. But even as his life neared its end, and he spent his days sitting in New York City's parks, feeding the birds, he never stopped inventing. And Tesla's ideas about what the future could hold continue to fascinate the world to this day. You're listening to History Uncovered, brought to you by the digital publisher, All That's Interesting, where we explore the uncharted corners of the natural world and the world past. I'm All That's Interesting staff writer Kalina Fraga. Today, we're going to explore the tragic downfall and demise of the iconic inventor and futurist Nikola Tesla. Tesla was born on July 10, 1856, an ethnic Serb in what is now Croatia. His mind, which would power both his rise and his fall, distinguished him at a young age. Tesla recalled having intense, out-of-body experiences as a child. He also had eidetic memory, which meant he could remember things in clear, vivid detail. He picked up languages easily and could memorize books as efficiently as multiplication tables. As a student at the Polytechnic School at Graz in Austria, Tesla's obsession with absorbing information made him both a star student and a young man close to a nervous breakdown. He became fascinated with DC motors, electrical motors invented by Thomas Edison that convert direct current electrical energy into mechanical energy and how they could be improved. He began to envision a different kind of motor, one that would use alternating current instead of direct, That is, instead of using energy that flowed in one direction, Tesla imagined an electrical charge that alternated direction a certain number of times per second. The thought haunted him day and night. Tesla's professors and family were worried, and for good reason. Tesla suffered a nervous breakdown that manifested as hypersensitivity to sound and light, which would send his pulse rate skyrocketing. He soon dropped out of school. In 1884, Tesla followed the path of many immigrants and decided that he would start anew in the United States. He had something more valuable than money in his pockets, however. Tesla had a letter of recommendation addressed to Edison, the American inventor. The letter came from a mutual friend of theirs, another inventor named Charles Batchelor. "'My dear Edison,' Batchelor's letter said, "'I know two great men, and you are one of them. The other is this young man.'" Nikola Tesla and Thomas Edison were not destined to become partners, solving the mysteries of electricity together. Instead, they'd become bitter rivals. But after meeting the Serbian immigrant, Edison hired Tesla to help him develop DC power. He even offered Tesla $50,000 if he could improve it. Tesla, long certain that DC power could be improved, worked in Edison's lab and soon informed his boss that he could improve DC motors but Edison refused to pay up. He claimed that Tesla didn't understand American humor. He'd just been joking about the $50,000. Writing about the event in his autobiography, Tesla said, the manager had promised me $50,000 on the completion of this task, but it turned out to be a practical joke. This gave me a painful shock and I resigned my position. Tesla quit and a rivalry between Edison and Tesla was born. Edison continued to work to perfect DC power. Tesla, in a lab nearby, invented AC power. The motors I built, Tesla said later of his alternating current motors, were exactly as I imagined them. I made no attempt to improve the design, but I merely reproduced the pictures as they appeared in my vision, and the operation was always as I expected. He didn't understand why other inventors couldn't work inside their heads as he could most of them, he noted, lack patience. Tesla went on, they lack the willingness to work a thing out slowly and clearly and sharply in their mind. We all make mistakes, and it is better to make them before we begin. Indeed, AC power would lead to many early successes for Tesla, joining forces with George Westinghouse, who bought Tesla's patents at a premium price. The so-called current wars set Tesla and his AC power against Edison and DC power. Edison tried to discredit AC power, which was cheaper and more efficient. He spread rumors that AC power was dangerous, and even publicly electrocuted animals with AC power to turn the public against it. But there was no stopping Tesla and his invention. Westinghouse won the contract to supply electricity to the 1893 World's Fair in Chicago, and he and Tesla also won the rights to use AC power to construct the AC generators for a hydroelectric power plant in Niagara Falls, which, by 1896, delivered power to the city of Buffalo, New York. The victory had not come without a cost, however. While Edison had the backing of J.P. Morgan, Westinghouse had accumulated $10 million in debt in the course of the competition. So Westinghouse sent a desperate letter to Tesla, asking him to collect fewer royalties or to put a freeze on collecting royalties. Your decision determines the fate of the Westinghouse company, Westinghouse said. Tesla did more than temporarily freeze royalty payments. He tore up his contract, walking away from millions, if not billions, of dollars. Westinghouse gave him a lump sum of $216,000, about $5 today, But Tesla's patents were worth as much as $300 million. After all, Tesla must have been convinced that the current wars were just the beginning of his illustrious career. Tesla's mind never stopped. Surely he'd invent something new. Nikola Tesla would invent plenty, but a lifetime of failure and setbacks loomed on the horizon. Riding high on the victory of AC power, Nikola Tesla turned to something he'd invented in 1891, the Tesla coil, as the source of his next big break. Tesla believed that the Tesla coil, which is essentially two coils that bounce energy back and forth, creating extremely high frequencies and high voltages, could be used for a multitude of purposes. Significantly, he believed that they could be used to send and receive radio transmissions, Across the Atlantic, an Italian inventor named Guglielmo Marconi was working on a similar project. Tesla filed his patents first in 1897, but he didn't see Marconi as a threat. Marconi is a good fellow, Tesla once said. He is using 17 of my patents. To amplify the strength of his Tesla coils, Nikola Tesla made a powerful friend, the millionaire J.P. Morgan. Morgan gave Tesla $150,000, which Tesla put to use building an enormous transmitter tower in Long Island, New York. Tesla had big dreams for the so-named Wardenclyffe Tower. He imagined radio communications as a start of a trajectory towards an interconnected world, where people could use a device the size of a watch to listen to music, hear political speeches, and even receive images. But Wardenclyffe Tower quickly began to run out of money. Morgan was wary of investing anything more. And on December 12, 1901, Marconi beat Tesla. He sent the first transatlantic radio message from England to Newfoundland. Marconi became rich and famous, the inventor of the radio. It didn't matter that he'd been using Tesla's technology. After Tesla's death, the Supreme Court would even rule that Tesla had a better claim to the patents, but it was too late. The failure of Wardenclyffe Tower and his loss in the race for the radio would send Nikola Tesla on a long downward spiral from which he would never recover. In 1916, a publication called Export American Industries surveyed the abandoned Wardenclyffe Tower Calling it Tesla's million dollar folly, they described the sad scene by writing, quote, There everything seemed left as for a day chairs, desks, and papers in business like array. The great wheel seemed only awaiting Monday life, but the magic word has not been spoken, and the spell still rests on the great plan. Unquote. The magic word would never be spoken. In 1917, Wardenclyffe Tower was destroyed, and by then, Nikola Tesla's other obsessions had an ironclad hold on his mind. Tesla had become fixated with the numbers three, six, and nine. He is alleged to have stated, if you only knew the magnificence of the three, six, and nine, then you would have a key to the universe. Why the numbers three, six, and nine? Tesla left few clues as to why he focused on these numbers, but the number three appears consistently in human history and culture—think of the pyramids, trifectas like the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, or Tesla's favorite—energy, frequency, and vibration—in which he believed he could find the secrets of the universe. There are also complicated mathematical rules and theories that rest on these numbers. Perhaps believing that he could crack the laws of the universe just as he had the laws of electricity, Tesla built his life around this trifecta. He would walk three times around the block before entering a building. Tesla would wash his dishes with 18 napkins. The inventor refused to stay in a hotel room unless the room number was divisible by three. And by then, Tesla was living out of cheap New York City hotels. He swam 33 laps and started over if he lost count, worked from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., and had dinner at 8.10 p.m. on the dot. Eight plus 10 equals 18, which is divisible by three, six, and nine. Tesla had developed other odd idiosyncrasies as well. He couldn't stand the sight of women with pearl earrings, for example, and he developed a powerful, if tender, obsession with pigeons. In the last years of his life, Tesla would shuffle out of his hotel and go feed the birds. Tesla would care for injured pigeons in his hotel room. He built basket nests on the windows so that the birds could come and go as they wanted. Tesla was especially fond of a white bird. I loved that pigeon as a man loves a woman, Tesla said, and she loved me. As long as I had her, there was a purpose in my life. When the white pigeon died in one of his dreams in 1922—Tesla described her eyes like two powerful beams of light—Tesla felt sure that he was done as well. At the time, he told friends that he believed that his life's work was finished. He would, however, dance in and out of the spotlight as he continued to churn out theoretical inventions which he claimed could change the world. But mostly, Tesla was causing problems. Eventually, great flocks of pigeons would come to his windows and into his hotel rooms, and their dirt on the outside of the building became a problem to the management and, on the inside, to the maids. In 1923, the St. Regis Hotel kicked him out after he refused to stop feeding the pigeons. Tesla lived for two more decades, his expenses quietly paid by George Westinghouse. He died in 1943, alone and penniless, in room number 3327 on the 33rd floor of the New Yorker Hotel. The room and the floor, of course, were divisible by three. Nikola Tesla lived inside his head, for better and for worse. So, it makes sense that some of his most intriguing inventions were things that he never built. At the end of his life, Tesla described a number of inventions publicly that he believed could change the world. The world, however, had its doubts. After his death, the New York Times wrote that his ideas were, quote, fantastic toward the end, unquote. In 1932, he said that he had invented a motor that would run on cosmic rays. In 1933, Tesla suggested that he had invented a new form of energy. In 1934, Tesla claimed that he had invented a weapon, so powerful that it would end all war. His so called death ray, also sometimes called a death beam, was meant to be a defensive weapon, something that would allow countries to knock enemy airplanes from the sky. And in 1935, Tesla described an invention so powerful it could trigger an earthquake. And destroy the Empire State Building. None of these inventions came to pass, however, and Tesla left few notes, although this did not stop the U.S. government from raiding his hotel room after he died to see if he left behind any clues. At the end of his life, Tesla was seen as an eccentric, a has-been. He'd reached incredible heights as an inventor, but his descent was just as steep. Though he'd once harnessed the power of electricity, Tesla was ultimately reduced to feeding pigeons. Or was he? Tesla worked within his head. He proved that again and again. Maybe the inventions he described will be realized one day. Maybe 369 will prove to be the key to the universe. Maybe in the darkness of his descent, Nikola Tesla continued to see light. Thanks for listening to History Uncovered. I'm History Uncovered's producer, Kit Westneat. If you like the show, help others find us by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And be sure to follow the All That's Interesting and History Revealed pages on Facebook and Real History Uncovered on Instagram. Make sure you don't miss out on the new episodes and subscribe to the History Uncovered podcast. And keep up with our latest stories at allthatsinteresting.com. If you have a question about the show or just want to say hi, feel free to call us at 929-526-3029 or email us at podcast at com. This podcast is part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. Visit airwavemedia.com to listen and subscribe to their other fine shows like Legends of the Old West and Redacted History. Until next time, keep exploring. Do you love history but hate when it's stuffy and boring? Well, look no further and join me, Katie Charles, your friend the neighborhood social scientist and reader of books.